the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming live from the West Village of Manhattan. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take the earless community as well. We just love anyone that can get involved with the show. And we're on YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Get subscribed if you want to watch my guests and I talk about your tries and tribs. YouTube.com slash Jared Freed. Also, I have all the behind the scenes of my TED Talk. My TED Talk adventure is all up on YouTube. You can watch every single moment that I was walking and waltzing around Reno, Nevada and doing the. And I don't know if the TED Talk's out yet, but we'll see. I don't know what. I did a TED Talk. About what? About dating. But you're single. That's right. Okay. I mean, I do this podcast, but we'll I get to this. You. So I so I did the TED Talk. All the behind the scenes is up there. And listen, tell a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister. And if you haven't told someone, what are you doing? Send this podcast to the group chat. Let people know. Sing the words of J-Train to your friends and family and coworkers. So we're here every episode. I, I want to tell you, I'm on the road, on the road again. Mm. Yeah, buddy, J-Train's on the road oh, again. Yeah. He's telling funnies in your town. He's saying funsies. J Train's on the road again. Funsies? I don't know. Funsies, comedy jokes. That's right. Little, little, little tales. If you're out there, I'm going to be in San Francisco and LA for You Up Live. Huntsville, Nashville, Springfield, Missouri, Austin, U Up Live, Providence, Rhode Island, Raleigh, Chicago, U Up Live, New York uh, City for You Up Live, Dayton, Irvine, Washington. Albany, jaredfree.com. If you heard your city, if you heard a city that's near you, if you heard a city that a friend lives in, let them know. I want you to come to the show. Bring your pals. We're going to talk about dating and relationships and fun, fun, fun for the whole family. So very excited. When are you going to be in L.A.? Next week. Two weeks. Two weeks. I'm going to be But for 12 hours. Oh. Because I'm going straight to Huntsville, Alabama. You know that flight from L.A. to Huntsville that everyone... That's the thing? No. <laughs> Didn't think so. How many planes do you have to get on? Two. Nah, that's not Because I fly to Atlanta, and then mm-hmm. Atlanta to Huntsville. And then you cut back the other way. Speaking of Atlanta. Hello. Very excited. Our guest today, an OKP of the show, original key player, Dulce Sloan. Thank you for coming on. So Thank fantastic you. to see you. Thank you for having me. I'm Such here. a pleasure. You were in London. I was. I was in London shooting a TV show. I have no idea when it's coming out. Yeah. Because that's how TV shows work. Yeah, you go tape and then you mm-hmm. take all the uh, Instagram stories and people are like, what are you doing? You go, I don't I can't, know. I can't tell I you. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. It's <laughs> everything. I can't tell you. Um, but I was staying there. I got there May 15th and I just got back um, over the June 10th. Do you ever have a moment when you're in London? Because I... I Performed in London, opening for Michelle Wolf, and mm. I remember having a pinch myself moment, like I'm doing work in London. I feel like I'm in a sitcom. It's weird because it's like sometimes when you travel, like I've gone to Australia for a stand up, mm-hmm. and like Canada, basically places where white people speak English. Mm. Um, it's like <laughs> whites who speak English. Yeah, yeah. So yes. it's like Australia, Canada, England. Yeah. Um, so. It was so funny because, like, I just think of everything like, okay, this is work. I'm in another place. Mm. But then my mom, when she got there, she was like, pinch me, pinch me, pinch me, pinch me. Because I flew her out because she'd never been before. Of course. Because um, I've been like, Scotland twice for Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't doing a show 
either time. I was just going to hang out. Just went and hung. Just see what was everybody was doing and okay. what the whole to do is about Edinburgh Fringe and why everybody was so pressed about it. Um, but I think like the pinch me one was like when my mom came. Well, think about how much of a wild experience that is. I was I was thinking about this like you have a child, mm-hmm. okay? You trust you trust that child to do nothing. You literally from the minute the child's born, you're taking care of it, you're burping it, you're swaddling it Mm. and then it grows up a little and you're like okay you're a little piece of shit and then you grow up a little more and you go oh they're kind of cool and then they might have something on my hands here might have something here and then they go off into the big great world and they're like i'm gonna do comedy Mm. and then 10 years later they're flying you out Mm -hmm. to london Mm -hmm. to for a thing that they're taping i could imagine your mom's going I didn't trust this person for shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, well, my mom is the reason I do comedy. Yeah. Because, um, well, I told my mom when I was probably like five or six years old that I wanted to be an actor. Mm. And she was always on board. I sometimes forget that when people tell their parents, like, I want to be an actor or I want to be like any type of creative thing, that parents are not supportive. Yeah. And I forget about that a lot. Until, like, my mom's around, like, comics. And I remember a comic in particular. She was in the green room when I was performing in a, a club in Atlanta. And one of the comics was just like, so you support this? And it was like, <laughs> yeah. And it was just a comic sitting there going, so you like that she does this? And they were like, yeah. Yeah. Because, like, she was the one that pushed me to do it. Because I was, because one of my little sisters from college, she was working the door at a comedy club. And I would just go up there and hang out, like when I wasn't doing like a play or something like mm-hmm. that. And she would let me in for free, so I fucking went. And I met a lot of the comics there, mm-hmm. and just talking and having conversations with them. They were like, "Oh, you should do the open mic." And I was like, "No, I don't want to do that. I have no interest in doing that." Yeah. And they're like, "What do you mean? You're hanging out?" I'm like, "Bro, I'm getting here for free, so I'm just chilling." <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one of the comics, Big Kenny, who he taught a stand-up class. And so I would see him all the time, and he would invite me to the shows that he was doing. Uh-huh. And then every time the comedy class would come up, he'd be like, come take the class. I was like, I don't want to take the class. And it took about two years. It was him, and then my mom convinced me to do it. She was like, just take the class. But I hit him up, and I was like, you know, I wasn't working at the time. I was like, uh, I don't have, because by this point, I was just calling him uncle. I was like, uh, I don't have $300 to take mm. this class. I'm not working right now. Like, that's my whole unemployment job. Yeah. Because um, I kind of got laid off from a job before that. And he was like, you're supposed to be a comic. I'm not going to charge you for the class. Wow. Are you guys still in touch? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't talked to him um, recently, but like, he, um, like anytime anybody asked, I was like, it's Big Kenny Johnson. He's the one that got me into this. But I took the stand-up class, and I graduated from the class like in, May of 2009, mm-hmm. and then I've just been doing stand-up ever since. Well, it's interesting, because people say to you, like, did people tell you to do comedy? Did people tell... And you go... And I'm always like, no. It's not really, like... I don't think... You know, like, no one says to you... that This is a very specific... Mm-hmm. Your experience is very different than most. Like, yeah. the idea of someone going, you gotta get up there. We gotta hear... Well, because I, I asked but Kenny, I was like, why? Because on the other comics, I was like, why do y'all think that I should do this? Mm. Because in my mind, I was like, I came up as a theater kid. I took Mm -hmm. theater, you know, I had graduated from school like two years before that with like a theater degree. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'm an actor. I did musical theater. I did children's theater, all of this stuff. Um, 
And I asked Bikini one day, and I was like, why do you think I have to do this? He's like, because you know what... He's like, you know how to tell a story. Because mm-hmm. I would just be telling them about shit, and there's just all these comics cracking up. And he's like, you know how to tell a story. You know where a punchline is. Yeah. You just have to learn, like, the joke structure, mm-hmm. and you'll be good at it. But, like, one of my professors in college, um, who actually came to my graduation, like, four years after I graduated from college, he came to the comedy class graduation. Wow. Because um, I posted on Facebook. I'm like, hey, I did this comedy class at graduation. He came because he told me, like, my junior year of college, he's like, you should be a stand-up comic. Because he had done it, like, 20 years before. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. 80s or something. And I was like, nah, dude, I'm good. I'm a theater major. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. And then he came to that comedy class graduation just to go, I told you. Didn't I tell you? He wanted- I told you. <laughs> tell me how right I am. I was like, all right, Scott. Tell me. Yeah. Ate, fine. You did it. Because he gave me, like, a radio show because he ran, like, the radio station. I had, like, a radio show at school. Like, I just done, like, a bunch of shit. But he'd said it. And I think maybe, like, in school, I people were like, oh, you're funny. I was like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. But I never thought of it, like, as a career. Because, like, stand-up scared the shit out of me. Well, it's, well the, the difference between doing a play and doing stand-up is that you, these are your words. And that's always what I say to people. Yeah. I was like, when you're on stage as a comic, you are yourself, and those are your words. So they're judging you right when you do a play they're judging you know my acting ability uh, yeah and that's and 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 someone else's story that you know and it's uh, this is my interpretation Mm -hmm. you know i get to play for funsies right you know and that was the thing that scared me so much about comedy because it was just like i'd never been on stage where it was me and it was my words yeah because i had done i was an improv troupe for like two years before I started doing stand-up. Mm. But even when you're doing improv, you're still... You're acting. You're, you're acting. You're and, playing a character. And you're playing games, and mm-hmm. you're with people, and, and it's also like you got the... You know, there's other people on stage with you, mm-hmm. and, you know, oh, it's... Throw out an idea, and it's like, well, that was your idea that Right, it's up. collective with yeah. the audience. Like, we're all creating <laughs> yeah. this piece of art right now. It's the lonely game stand-up. Mm-hmm. But listen, everyone go follow Dulce. She's so funny. I love watching you on stage. I love watching at, you, too. Oh, my God. Thank you. At Dulce Sloan on Instagram, The Daily Show. Hello. Amazing. Love it. Oh, we have emails. You ready to get to the emails? Yeah, sure. So, yeah. Oh, hold on. It's Daily Show, Great North on Fox. Great North. Um, and then you're producing a one-woman show. I'm producing a woman show. So, Shalewa Sharp has a one-woman show called Don't Reach in the Bag. Mm-hmm. About the six years she worked at an adult video store in Atlanta. Okay. And it's called Don't Reach in the Bag because when people would return their videos, sometimes there would be love on the tapes. Come on. Really? Yeah. Do you think they did that as like a? It no, was men like are just kink? disgusting. Men are just probably. Like it was like like a like a power thing. Probably. Men I'm gonna get this. Yeah, men are fucking. I mean, men are we, gross. We have the emails to right. prove it. <laughs> and so, but she talks about. And it's, you know, you learn about the store and how the store is set up, but it's also, you know, what was going on in her life mm-hmm. during that time and um, the transitions that she was making because she was going like from like her 20s to her 30s. So. And this is, and it's a, it's going on in Brooklyn? Where, where um, is she putting the, it on? The last show is in Union Hall. It's, we've got more dates coming up um, with the summer. She just did a show at Union Hall last week. Um, but we're looking at being in Chicago and LA. Like I'm, we were just in Atlanta back in February. So we're so follow Dulce. So you have all the dates and all that stuff mm-hmm. at Dulce Sloan on Instagram and follow. Don't reach in the back. Don't reach in the back. Is it on Instagram too? Mm-hmm. Don't reach in the back. There it is. Uh, let's get to the emails. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Send in whatever you like. We're 
We're, we're, we're getting tons of luxury lounge emails, not as many J train emails. Send them in the J. We want these advice emails. This is, Dulce and I are here for you. Yeah, I did a TED talk and it's about dating and relationships. Oh, goodness. And it's going to be. Coming I mean, I'm, out. Sure, I'm sure it's amazing. This is very much a. This is your wheelhouse. Um, one of my friends, she uh, she was asking me for relationship advice. And one day I looked at her and I was like, what in the history of you knowing me makes you think? <laughs> That's why we're that here. I know what the fuck I'm doing. Well, we're here to make people feel better that they are going through something. Because we go, I don't know, you know, here's oh, some I ideas. Can't, listen, I can't help you find a good man. Yeah. But I can tell you about a trash ass dude. Uh, so 50 paces. That's the thing. That Both are important. Mm-hmm. This one's called, I feel like I'm texting an imaginary friend. Dear Jared or, or Jared, an awesome guest. Huge fan, long time listener. I think I have a situation I need your expert opinion on. I matched with this guy on a dating app. He, 34 male, lives over two hours away from me. 31 female we mutually decided that since we were so far from each other we would just get to know each other for now and see where it goes Mm. it has now been four weeks and it has not gone anywhere we have texted each other every day since matching most days he texts first and while some of the combos have been a little flirty he just kind of feels like a pal that checks in on me every day it's nice but I don't know how to nicely say thanks for the how's your day text, uh, how's your day going text, but I have enough friends. He has mentioned going on a date or meeting up sometime soon many times, but has not followed through with making any actual plans. We both work weird jobs and aren't your typical nine to fivers. He's a private investigator and I manage a small inn. <laughs> this is like this is like a Hallmark movie. This is the beginning of a murder she wrote episode. <laughs> You're absolutely right. There's there's murder in these in, the, Somebody in does. these words. Yeah. So it's easy to justify not meeting up yet because of our weird work schedules. But as the annoying girls on TikTok say, if he wanted to, he would, ladies. I like him enough that I don't want to end this without meeting in person, but I don't want to demand that he plan a date either. And even in the year of our Lord 2022, I don't think I should be planning a first date i also don't want to be the girl dropping hints about uh hoping he picks up on them i've already invested a month into this and want to see it through but come on man should i just continue on and hold out uh for an actual in-person meetup or should i count this as him not really being interested enough and take my four weeks and walk what do you think dulce sloan tell him because he'll like, so it sounds like he'll like half plan. He's like, hey, you want to meet up? And she says yes. Well, he's doing a lot of we shoulds. He's probably like, we should hang out sometime. We should plan a date sometime. And then not doing it. Okay. It's like, that's kind of what it seems like from her message. So if she likes this man, even from the brief interactions that they've had, mm. it is the year of our Lord, 2022. Mm-hmm. So, so you don't feel like you wasted four weeks. When he says we should meet up. You go, yeah, I'm available on Saturday after three. Mm. He and makes a plan or he does. doesn't. Well, do you think, I, I like what you said because she says it a lot in hers, this whole idea of like, I've put four weeks into this. Also, it's four fucking weeks. You can walk. It's that's, fine. But that's a thing. Like, I don't understand. I guess I understand, but I don't think, I think if your reason is I've spent four weeks on this. And that's the reason you're seeing a guy on a date? No. That's not a reason to date someone. And it's like, I like him, but I'm like, based off of what do you like him? Based off of what? Because he talks to her. Well, that's That's right. it. Okay. And, you know, she's found someone who will give her attention. He also, 
he's getting attention too. Let's not be, we're not, no, we're not trying to come down hard on her. He sends the, how you doing today? Yeah. She's like, I'm great. Mm-hmm. And then he gets whatever kick of serotonin that is. Yeah. But he's a dude on a date nap. So like, I've known, like I've had guy friends that are just like, they just sit up and go, how you doing? How you doing? How yeah. you doing? How you doing? How you doing? And there's, you know, humans of whatever mm-hmm. identity. It's like, all right, new day. Let me text all these people. And then you just go through and just say, hey, and just see who responds Some back. people are just on the apps to find someone to text with. You do make people feel alive. Getting a text from anyone is like opening a gift. You don't know what's, you open it up, you find out what's inside. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's okay. Right. It's something. Here's what I would say to her. If you're saying to yourself, well, I've already talked for four weeks. Change the perspective. How long do you think a second date takes? How long do you think a third date takes? Right. To me, this four weeks, it's his long game. He, he likes, men love options. Right. You are an option. You're someone that he can plan ahead for because you're two hours away. And there's also an excuse to get the fuck out of there. Right. So you can say it'll be something where it's like, if you're two hours away, like, fine. Let's mm. meet in the middle. I'll go an hour. You go an hour. Totally. Don't make somebody come two hours and one. Wait, no. We'll both meet in the middle. Yeah, the, all these and all these are excuses. They're all excuses. It's because it's like, well, I don't want to be the girl that you know has to drop hints. Don't drop hints. No, there's no hint to drop. There's no hint to drop. It's You're- he's making it very clear <clears throat> that he is not determined. He's not making a plan. He's not pressed. Mm. He's a private investigator. He knows where how to stuff. find you. He knows. He knows how to find you. <laughs> he knows how to make he a plan. To fi- he knows how to make a fucking yeah, plan. Yeah. He knows how to hide in bushes. He's yeah. got disguises. Yeah. He's got cameras. He's, he's got, got cameras. He's got disguises. Long like, lenses. Long yeah. lenses. Like this man has various various trench coats. Tons of trench coats. Trench coats. What <laughs> kind of outfits? He's got a blend in. Um. He's got a whole Ben Nye makeup kit. Yeah. Hide, like who he is. Like yes, it is the year of our Lord, twenty twenty two. But guess what? We all almost died. Mm-hmm. We all almost died. Yeah. So it's yes, you have because the thing is, it's like okay, have you really invested four weeks though? Th- th- that's a th- that's that's that, the, and so it, I go back to that, and it's like, how much time you took enough time to write an email, but have you ever messaged him something? Have you ever had a conversation with him? That has had these many words in it. Probably not. If the whole total of convert, if all of the words you've had in text messages with him is not longer than his email, yeah. then why do you like him? And Exactly. She doesn't like him. She's trying to figure, she wants to see the end of the mystery. She's trying to see the end of the tale. The end of the, and it's interesting to me is she wants heartbreak or love. She you wants don't know heart- this man. She does, but that does, that's the thing. She goes, I need to get to the end of this. I need, like, it's like I, sometimes I'll eat something and I'm not even hungry, but I just have to finish it. You know? Right. And but I quit I, doing that. What's when that? I'm full, I'm full. I wish I was that fucking strong to do that. I can't do I that. Ha- it's there, I had to, I'll say that the feeling that discom- of discomfort that you get mm. when you keep eating after you're full, mm-hmm. think about that. That feeling of discomfort yeah. when you know you're like too full, mm-hmm. that feeling, if you think about that feeling, that will always stop you from but going too far. So this is the same, same thing. Same thing. It's the same thing. You, because the thing is, as women, and one, Sex in the City fucked up a whole generation of women when it came to dating. Mm-hmm. Two, we as women are taught that the man should be, no, yes, 
someone who was interested in you mm-hmm. should be showing some type of effort. Sure. But I have stayed in situations with people longer than I wanted to because I was looking for closure from them mm-hmm. when the closure I needed, I could have gotten from myself. Absolutely. So if you're writing this email, you're already done. It's already over. You're looking for confirmation, not information. Yes. You're sitting up and waiting for us to go, no, girl, dump his ass. You don't need this other inspirational things that you hear on the internet. Mm. It's not about that. No. You can decide whether or not you are done. Totally. And all she wants, drink with a new, new drink with a nice person. That is like, if you bring it down to its smallest form, mm-hmm. okay, I want drink with a nice guy. Perfect. What's day two in your, in your, in your dream of dreams? Probably another drink with a nice guy. Oh, what's day three? Maybe dinner with a nice guy. What's day four? Maybe have, watching a movie, hanging out, holding hands with a nice guy. Okay, how the fuck is that going to happen when you have four weeks before drinks with a nice guy? Right. Ain't going to happen. And also, it's like, have y'all FaceTimed at all? Has he made that effort? Has he made that effort? You're dealing with someone who's not putting in an effort and you're saying that you care about them. I don't understand where she's coming from. But it's like, you're... Because I would deal with guys for a long time. My dating life was, this guy's interested, so Mm. let me see what happens. Because I don't always have guys interested. Interest is on a spectrum, though. Interest is on a spectrum. So if you're not, if someone is not making, when a man wants to see you, a man will see you. I have seen, I've had guys borrow their homeboy's car, get dropped (laughs) off by somebody, I had a guy take me on a date when I was in Turks and Caicos and his aunt and his cousin were in the car. <laughs> it was his aunt's car. Yes. I want a family outing. Yeah. Because this man had wanted to spend time with me. And he explained it to his aunt and his cousin. He was willing to go through the explanation oh, of who I'm you are, you. where'd you come from. Uh, we're all going to need the car. I'm going to need it gassed up and I'm going to mm-hmm. be going out on a date. And then he did it all. And auntie was in the front seat drinking a Corona. His cousin was in the back, sitting next to the speaker. If somebody wants to see you, there it is. They will make a point to see you. This J- man is doing nothing. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Tulsi Sloan. Go follow immediately. Go go go. Uh, we're sponsored, people. Today's episode. Ooh. Yeah, it's sponsored by Honey. The easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. It's happened to all of us. You're shopping online. Your cart is full. You're about to say hit. You're about to hit the buy button. And then you see that the empty box asking, do you have a promo code? Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one to find you, uh, best one it finds to your cart. Listen, people. Honey will basically, you get done shopping, Honey goes, want a promo code? And you go, sure. They go searching, and it finds you a free $20. And I use it all the time. Anytime I'm shopping online, I now have it on my phone. I used to only have it on the computer. Mm -hmm. You hit the button for Honey, go find it, and they always come back with something. There's usually a promo code. I got, I mean, T-shirts from this place that I got T-shirts from, just came back. Here's twenty bucks. 
Oh. Done. And and imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites when you click checkout. When you check out, the honey button appears and all you have to do is uh, is click apply coupons. Yeah, I do this all the time. Wait a few seconds as honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Did you know honey doesn't just work uh, doesn't just work on desktop? It works on your iPhone too. I've put it on my iPhone. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out and you, by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid in supporting this show. I'd never recommend something I don't use. I use it. Get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash JTrain. That's joinhoney.com slash JTrain. Come on, sponsored podcast. That's right. Wow, the dream. That's right. It's all happening. Okay. Blast, blast. So yeah, in conclusion, if you want to keep dealing with this situation, Mm -hmm. then the next time... If you want to keep dealing with this situation, when you hear this podcast, text this fucking Columbo man. Yes. And go, hey, <laughs> we should hang out. Yeah. You give him all the tools to make the house to make you feel good. Right. Hey, this Saturday, three o'clock, I'm mm-hmm. down to drive an hour. If you're down to drive an hour, pick a place and I'm down. Right. So and he either sh- does it or he doesn't. Right. So you go, we should hang out. And then if his response is sure, go, hey, I'm available. Boom, boom, boom. I'll drive an hour out. Yeah. I'll meet you at Applebee's. And, I don't fucking care. And remember. You have a simple request. I think everyone has to, we, we make it so, I'm not looking to get married. I'm not looking to, no, no, no. Drinks with someone to get to know. Getting, mm. no, 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 get, getting to know someone over drinks. Okay, ready? International House of Cock Blocks. Oh, I have to tell you, uh, one day I have to have my friend Ashley come on because uh, when I was in Edinburgh in 2018, mm. there was this guy who was like just up underneath, like just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And there was this guy who was actually flirting, and he cock blocked me so intensely mm. that when we left that bar and then came to hang out with like you know Ashley Story and Jessica Michelle Shingleton, Ashley, we started talking about it, and Ashley was like, "Oh, this is cock block court." <laughs> you brought him to court. Ashley brought him to court. He yeah. had to defend himself. I had to present my case. Yeah, and he was found guilty. Yes. And did he say was he apologetic at first? Because like there was a point where it was like, "Okay, we're we'll see where you're coming from." And then he just flipped and they just started talking wild shit. And we're like, mm, nope, we were almost on your side. Some but- people are born cock blockers. Yes. Some and- people like that's how they their personality is to cock block. Right. And what was crazy is that the show he was doing was talking about like toxic masculinity. Mm. While cock blocking someone who you have no interest in sleeping with. Yeah. Is just an asshole move. It's toxic. And, to- and a yeah. perfect example of toxic masculinity. <laughs> I was like, if you don't talk about this in your fucking hour, you're an asshole. But, hey, yeah. Jared. Love the pod. Listen for years. Always excited when a new episode comes out. Let's get into it. Three years ago, I was living abroad for school and I dated a guy in my program casually for about a month. Things ended by him because he was moving back home after school and wasn't looking for a relationship. No hard feelings. We talk occasionally, catch up every now and again. He even planned a visit to my city and stayed with me in April 20. 2020 but obviously that got canceled or he even planned a visit to my city and a stay with me uh, in April 2020 but obviously that got canceled this year I was pseudo planning a solo trip and mutual friends of ours told him so he DM me and suggested I come visit him in his city and offered to let me stay with him once the planning started I did plan on going to his city but two of my friends now had free time in their schedule and wanted to join so my solo trip became a group trip within with plus two 
It made more sense to stay at a hotel, especially because I wasn't sure if he was still interested or not. He broke up with me after all. He seemed cool with this and still offered to show us around the city, and he even picked me and one friend up from the airport pretty late at night which I wasn't really expecting, but was a nice gesture. Mm -hmm. Every night we were in town, he texted to meet up, but I always had two friends in tow. My friends weren't really into going out and wanted to go to bed before I did, and we had one hotel key between the three of us. What? That's all crazy. When When they wanted to leave, I felt obligated to leave. The one night I did stay out a bit, he asked me about dating apps, if I'm dating anyone, et cetera, and said he wasn't dating anyone right now, but the conversation kind of ended there. My friend texted me to come home soon or else I'd be locked out. Out, lol all right who are these friends you want to okay, know first of all if abroad? you're staying in a hotel everyone gets a key everyone gets a key just go to the front desk and be like hey i'm in this room i'm on the room yeah i need a key he didn't really seem to make a move but since the trip he's texted me asking me if i wanted to do a road trip with him later in the summer what? he even mentioned that he potentially wants to do an extended three-month vacation in the city i currently live in the u.s oh. our relationship is baseline flirty i'd say and other people always comment on a quote-unquote vibe but what gives was he nervous to make a move because i was with friends or does he genuinely just want to be pals with me if he does actually move to my city for an extended vacation, should I say something? What do you think, Dulce? First of all, your friends are trash. Yeah, your friends didn't really help you out at all to have a fun vacation. I've had friends do this where it's just like, oh, we're going to go out. It's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm just like, because I also think like when you're in your 20s, mm. you feel like that you and your friends have to do everything together. You got to move as like a pod. Yeah, the move is a pod. We are a yeah. unit. We are all strapped together like toddlers. Mm-hmm. And then I think once you get in like your like like mid thirties to like mm-hmm. late thirties, you're like, you go to bed. Yeah. And I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I'm doing. I stay out. I stay I'm out. I'm gonna be having I'm gonna f- make my night. I'm having right. my night. Yeah. Also, you met this man. Mm-hmm. He came and picked us up from the airport. Mm-hmm. Why are you not helping me? Yeah, why aren't you propping me up? Why, why aren't you propping you, me up? Yeah. Why aren't you just like well, we have a room, but you go, here's You go the do key. your thing. Like, come with us to the room. There's only one key. Come with us to the room, mm. and then we'll give you the key, mm-hmm. and then you go on about your life. Like, this one key thing could have been handled. Also, Easily. Like, if she'd have stayed out at his place in the morning, she could have just come back. Well, I think she was also looking for assurance from him. So I think that's he, a big part of it. And he never gave. And he never gave. He, he it. never gave a big strong pulse. So there's there's your friends not really helping. You have this guy that's not really doing much to like convince you to kind of like get away from the friends. Right. You know, so it's a bad match for the whole thing. It's a bad match. All mix. around you're having a bad time. Yeah. All around he is a ding dong. Your friends are idiots. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like if your friends aren't down to help you, like I've always seen those people, I'm just like well, why are you not helping your friend get laid? Like, mm. I thought that was the whole point. Yeah. The, and like, Unless you're just someone that's just like shady. Like, which, uh, also, how close are you with your friends? Don't your friends go, do you like this guy? Like, yes. what, at what point do your friends go, what do you want us to do? Like, I, that's how friends operate. Do you want us to help out? Do you need us to, or you know, if, how are we working this? How, how are we getting you into this penis? You right. know, like, there's, there's got to be an element how, of that. How do I help you? get fucked like yeah. that's what we're trying. like i'm just trying to figure this out because it's like if because i know like especially for like guys i've dated if they're coming to meet like me and a group of my friends this is one a big deal mm-hmm. two they're coming for your neck 
Because, mm. like, I had a guy that I was, like, hanging out with and had dinner with me and one of my friends. And my friend was like, and I, you know, and I don't even see this friend this awesome we haven't seen in a while. And he was just was like, are you nice to her? Oh, the friends are coming for your neck. Yeah, 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 yeah my yeah, friends the, are coming for your neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they want to know like, oh, oh, how you treating her. Are you how doing you good? Her? Yeah. Who, where are you taking her? Like, I've had friends, like, friends bring a guy, and I'm just like, so what do you do? Mm. What's going on? What do you want to do? Where are you taking and, my friend? What are your intentions? Mm -hmm. And sometimes, but if it's just a dude you're hooking up with, then it's like, I'm not going to say too much. This is a hookup. Yeah. But this, he didn't make a clear plan. Mm -mm. It looks like the most that he did was pick you up from the airport. Which is nice, but still not really it's nice we're friend. all yeah. of these things have been friend moves mm -hmm. he hasn't done anything to show you that he's truly interested and like she said he broke up with you after a month mm -hmm. why are you talking to me like i've gotten to the point now where i just go what do you want mm -hmm. well, what then, do you want this, this is the problem he wants to hook up with her the, the, here's what people he wants. want people want access to time and they want access to your body mm. But they don't want to be responsible for anything around that. Mm. It's like, listen, I like hanging out with you and I'd like us to hook up again, but that's all that I want. Yeah. Then fucking tell me and well, then th let me decide what, what I want to do. That's what they're dancing around because they're sitting here with like, they, you know, you, you're three years ago, you were living abroad for school, dated a guy in your program for about a month, and then you guys stay in contact. The reason he's staying in contact with you is because you're someone that he's attracted to yes. that has said yes to him. He's still trying to fuck. Yeah, he's still trying to fuck. And, and you want him to fuck. That's why you still yeah, talk to him. And, you want, and the thing is, they're both tiptoeing around because they, they're doing this thing where they're going, well, we live far away and I might be in your city and it's going to be three weeks, but I got these two friends. And it's like, you, at some point, someone has to go, hey, I want to fuck you. I'm not really trying to like figure out shit beyond that but let's have a fun fucking time also you didn't have to let your friends come no no so because she was so unsure about it everyone's probably unsure. what everyone's unsure about everything yeah but i think because she was so unsure about it is why she let the friends come yeah because she didn't want to go on this trip and then all of a sudden we're buddies and now it's i feel stupid and i have to stay at this man's place or i have to find a hotel it's no one said for certain what was going to happen so then it was contingency plan on top of a contingency plan, and then nothing happened. And this is the problem with, like, you know, I really do this think this is the problem with staying in touch with people over social media that you don't really care. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like this version of sitting in the, the, the leftovers in the fridge. You're like, mm -hmm. I guess I'll eat it. Mm -hmm. Like, you two had a fine experience abroad three years ago. Mm -hmm. Now he's hanging around, checking in, why are you checking in with these people? He's checking in with you because he's attracted to you and he knows you're attracted to him. Right. So it feels good to get attention from you. Right. The problem is you two don't care enough about one another to really even make a hard move. Yes. So now you've got this person that's just been around for years and years and mm. years and you go, I should have let this go. What I should have stopped with this. And it's like, what do you need? You probably both need to get fucked. And they probably both need to like move on from this and never do it again. Oh, that when I started, like I would have guys just want to like hit me up or just want to stream me along. Like when I, I think like I eventually it's probably like a couple years ago when I just started going, what do you want? Mm. What's the deal? What's up? What do What's you going want? on here? You text me just to say, hey, mm. I need more male friends. Like I need a hole in the head. <laughs>
Yeah. I'm a female comic. I'm surrounded by dudes I cannot sleep with. Yeah. You included. Um, so <laughs> it's like, because I know you respect me too much. But anyway. Too much respect. Ah, oh, fuck you. Um, I'm so tired of this nonsense. <laughs> so tired of being fucking respected. Do you know if a man respects you as a peer? He won't sleep with you? Isn't that wild? It's That's why they need to go to work together. Mm. <laughs> and never have yeah, start doing again. good at work. And yeah. believe me, his dick will retreat to his body. J- but J- it's, um, just start telling people. And it's not just men doing this to women. There's plenty of women that do this to men. People oh, do yeah. this to people. She's doing it to him. She's doing it to him. So he's not going to take the time to go, what do you want? Because he knows he's just dang- they're both dangling each other by a fucking strain. What she needs to do is I, there's a shit or get off the pot moment with this guy. Right. It is, hey, I got to tell you, this whole trip was weird. I'm not sure where we stand. If you want a friend, I'm good. I don't need friends. If mm-hmm. you want to come here and you're going to come visit, you want to make a date to see me, I'm down for that. Right. But that's really all I'm going to like give you at this point. No more highs. No more. You got to be straight up with him. I think what you say, like, what are you doing here? What do you want? What do you but want? I think the other thing that I think especially that women do is that we will look for the other person to tell us what the deal is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as opposed to going. And this might just be women. This is people, period. As opposed to going, what do I want out of this situation? I think there are two people doing that right now. Right. So yeah. neither one of them wants to say what they want because <clears throat> they're trying to see what the other one wants. There are two people holding the door open for one another going, you first. No, you, you first. first. You first. first. You first. And you no, first. One's and no one's making the move. So now you have to go. And it's not even saying to him, what do you want? I think this situation starts with her going, what do I want yeah. from this person? Do I want to go on a road trip? Mm-hmm. Do I want him to? Why the fuck can you ask me to go on a road trip with you when you couldn't even act right when I came? Do do I want that? Do I want this? Mm-hmm. Has this person made any effort? Do I want to see where this goes? How much did I enjoy our month long relationship when we were overseas? All of before we ask someone what their intentions are, yeah. we have to figure out what we want first. Love Stop it. asking other people what you want. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Dulce Sloan. Go follow at Dulce Sloan. Go follow Instagram. Go so funny. We're sponsored people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Truff. You ever you had got truff? another one? Yeah. Isn't that that truffle hot sauce? The best. I think they tried to send me some. I have some for you if you want. Break out the champagne, the caviar, and the truff. I love truff. Here's what I love about it. I put it on everything. Eggs, turkey sandwich, and uh, they have pasta sauce. They got, uh, I use the truffle oil to make popcorn. Like, I'm swimming in truff. And <laughs> what it does is it adds a dab of fab to mm. the thing you're eating. Classic so it summer. takes something that was just normal before and makes it fabulous. Truff is hot sauce with an edge. It all started with two college friends named Nick who disrupted the hot sauce industry with their social media skills and genius move to slip some truffles in there. But you don't have to take my word for it. Truff has been featured on Oprah's Favorite Things three times, been named Best Seller of the Year on the Today Show. Truff's full lineup of products includes hot sauce, pasta sauce, mayonnaise, and their very own truffle oil. The mayonnaise on a turkey sandwich, my Fucking God. 
okay? I'm just letting you know. All products are infused with 100% real black winter truffle or white truffle. That means no synthetic or artificial flavoring ever. And just for my listeners that are giving you an amazing offer, get 15, 15, 15% off site-wide plus free shipping with promo code JTrain at Truff.com. That's 15% off everything at Truff, T-R-U-F-F, F as in fire, Truff.com, promo code JTrain. Here with Dulce Sloan. Dating in another language country with big economic differences. Are we eating after this? I can't. Why? I got to do a fucking interview. For what? We're doing a show in Boston tomorrow. You up. So we're not getting food after this. I can't. I'm sorry. <sighs> it's okay. Go on. I wish. Jay, feather, feather, straight to the point. A month ago, I was traveling on a week-long vacation in South America. Mm. I met a guy. We hit it off. He doesn't speak English, but I speak enough Spanish. <laughs> at first it seemed like a hookup week in paradise kind of vibe but after i left we kept in touch and started to develop a connection i decided to come back for a month because i know i can work re- remotely so i'm here now now i have an american salary which makes staying here super affordable for me but this guy's a bit younger he's a student and he's basically between jobs which don't pay well here think like a few hundred dollars a month i don't really think he's trying to take advantage of me but we've never really discussed the topic of money and somehow i always end up paying for almost every everything when we go out it's not very expensive to foot the bill most times but i feel weird about it it feels imbalanced i'm having an amazing time with him but i'm wondering if i should just say fuck it and not worry about the money just enjoy my time here with him or set some boundaries your devoted fan sugar mama in south america what do you think i don't like any of it you don't like any of it Mm -mm. i think it's weird to me not weird i don't want to judge the emailer but like you have to understand this is a very specific situation it's very specific, and then also it's he's a student. He's yeah, in between jobs, you're grown ass woman, mm. and it's like we want to be able to think that like, oh, it doesn't matter that they don't have any. But it's like if you're just because of how we've all been taught. Mm-hmm. As a woman, if you're paying for it, like if that's what you like to do, Mm -hmm. then that's what you like to do. Totally. But I think there's situations where like when you're dating someone or whatever, like a hookup is a hookup, whatever. Mm -hmm. There's a guy I hooked up with for eight years. We only had like two or three meals together, Mm -hmm. maybe, because that wasn't what we were up to. But it's like if you're back down there, that's great. You can promote, that's fun. You know, rather be in a tropical or wherever location than sitting in cold ass America. Um but it's just it, obviously I like you what you said. Be, hmm? I like what you said. Sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. But I think I want to point out something you said. That's not what we were up to. This is this woman is taking this connection and finding out it's not the romantic South American dream we're getting married and running off together. It's not that. No. You're having some hot sex in South America with a guy. And yeah, you're footing the bill because they're still in college and they're between jobs. Like, that's what it is. Is it? And maybe for a half a second, because we all do this, we imagine, what could this be? Maybe this is my next husband or wife, or maybe this is our romantic start to our, our beautiful story. Sometimes the story is just two people who fuck. Yes. And I think you are trying to make this more important than it is. Now, what you said is so right. 
you could be like, wow, this was so hot. I moved down here. I'm on the, I'm, I'm making a great salary. We're going out. We're having hot nights. And then you're going, oh, I kind of like when a guy takes me out. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, this ain't the guy that's going to do it. This ain't the guy. That ain't the guy, but it's okay. You're not that woman. You're not that woman. You're not that woman who's okay with paying the f- foot in the bill and I got this, it's on your sugar mama. For some, that's okay. For you, it is not. You're finding that out through having an experience. Mm-hmm. We are so used to Googling a thing to make sure that it's the right thing for us that we are so uncomfortable with going through an experience, finding out our taste, mm-hmm. and then having to deal with that. Mm-hmm. That's what this email is all about. Mm-hmm. You're finding out your taste. You've had the hot experience. Maybe that's over for you. That's okay. Maybe it's time to pack up your bag and get on the flight to Newark because you're done with South America. Or quit dealing with a broke college student. And fi- that's and what I'm saying. Messing yeah. with a grown ass man. If you're in South America, fine. Find a new guy. You can stop talking to him. Yes. Because if you, it's like this was fun. We we had the experience. We had the experience. I'm not feeding you anymore. Done. This is a great situation for him. Yeah. But if this is not something that is making you happy. You're done with it. You're done with it. And it's so interesting because she, she writes in her, and it is funny because like, I think this is ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, and especially for women, it sounds like. It sounds like this is like, she needs it to be more important so she's not just fucking a dude in South America. But I think that's, But let it just be that. Yeah, because like I was hooking up with a guy the guy I hooked up with for like for years, and there were so many times I would hear men say, "Well, you know, women women can't hook up without a guy without getting emotionally attached." And I was like, "Okay, first of all, that's what you think. Mm. That's what you want us to do. Sure, you want us to be pressed. But I can promise you, when we stopped seeing each other because I moved to L.A., mm. he was upset that I left. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we've only eaten together." Twice, mm-hmm. one of the times was at the Waffle House, <laughs> and the other time it was just pizza mm-hmm. at your house. So it's like, but I guess it was for so long mm-hmm. that he started developing feelings. Of course, and then this other guy I was hooking up with, like he started. I was like, why is no one sticking to this contract we've decided on? Well, because it's a it's a moving like even it's it's a moving fluid thing, right? So it's just like for me, it's. If this is what we're doing, because there was a moment where I'm just like, well, maybe this could turn into something else. And then mm. it was like, and then we talked about it and it was like, no. So <laughs> a couple years in, we talked about it. It was like, this kind of works for us. Yeah. And then that was it. And then years later, he's like, I love you. And I was like, what happened? So it's for me and like this other guy, the same thing happened. I'm just like, all we're doing is hooking up. And so for yes. me, I disassociate mm-hmm. because it's like, we're not dating. Mm-hmm. You're not someone that I could date. You're not someone I could be in a relationship with because of whatever situation you have going on. Mm. So for in all these situations, if I'm just hooking up with somebody, that means that it's already been decided that we can't date, that we can't be together. So we're just having sex. Well, that's, Why is everybody confused? Well, that's the thing. She is confused about her own situation and the mm-hmm. way that guy's confused. Yeah. Because he's going, well, maybe it could. Maybe it can't. Oh, it won't be. Oh, maybe it is. And that's what she's doing. And it's like, you need to come to the conclusion on your own. On your own. That you go, oh, and it's not, 
we have to stop making good or bad. It's not good or bad person. It's just what it is. You went down there. You you took a shot. You thought in your wildest dreams, this could be my romantic love affair. Or it could really just be some guy I fucked in South America. And you're feeding a college student now. Yeah, well, that's it. So it's like, <laughs> and you don't like it. That's okay. You don't like it. You don't like that you're hmm. taking... Because like, I'm not somebody that wants to take care of a grown man. No. I'm not that but person. But some people, some people get off that. You don't some know. Some women are absolutely fine being, you know, the provider in the situation. I am not comfortable mm. with that because for me, that means there's no balance in what's going on. Because mm-hmm. I have to, because it's like if I was dealing with a man who was made so, if I was dating a billionaire, mm-hmm. it still has to be, I'm still working, I'm still successful. He's not dating someone who has no means. You have to have worth, but everyone's feeling of worth is different. Right. And it's not about just worth. It's just like, I think about the term that I would always hear in like, you know, when we go to church growing up, it was this term like called equally yoked. Okay. So, because I keep having these conversations with people and it's like, one, it's like, I don't know why people expect, especially black women, to just settle for just anything. Mm. And it's like, well, this man likes you. And it's just like, I don't. Okay, and then what else? Yeah. And so it's, everyone acts like, they're like, well, you can't help who you fall in love with. And, you know, it's not someone that's financially said, no, 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 no. Yeah. Everybody calm down. <laughs> you can because help. it's like, well, what if you fall in love with somebody who's not? I would have had enough conversations with him yeah. to figure out exactly. that this is something that I need to get out of. And something that would have turned you off. Would have turned me yeah. off because it's just like, I'm doing well. Mm. And when I get married and take the time off to have kids, Mm -hmm. he needs to be able to pay the entire mortgage out of whatever house that I'm in. And if he can't, why did I marry him? Well, then it goes back to the equally... Equally yoked, right. So it's like, I have to be able... It's If you can't pay half the rent in Mm. wherever I live, you can't have things... You you can't have this address with your name on it. And that's... Yes. mm -hmm. But that's... that, That is... Part of it that took time to get there. Mm-hmm. That took about you know figuring out your taste and mm-hmm. figuring out the things you want in life. This person here is still figuring that out. She's figuring that out, and, and then you... getting upset with herself when she did figure it out and going, "Well, I don't like the answer my feelings gave me." It's like, well, those are your feelings. It's the day that I learned that it was like, okay, your feelings are valid, and it's like it's like people are like, well, feelings aren't facts, and it's like in certain situations when we're if we're presenting facts, mm. then no, feelings aren't facts. But how I feel is also valid. So if I'm not comfortable, then all it's going to do is make me resentful of myself and the other person. Mm -hmm. So if you don't like paying for shit, (laughs) then either go, but it's like, listen, this needs to be just sexy time. Yeah. Or gracias. Time, yeah. Gracias, mi amigo. Mm. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Dulce Sloan. Go follow. Go follow. So fantastic and hilarious. Go single mom dating. Oh, here we go. 
Jared, I'm a single mom in my mid-30s that's been divorced for five years. I've been in two relationships since my divorce. Both men have said they loved me, wanted to spend their lives with me, but eventually they can't commit to my kids and family life. Even though in the beginning they're infatuated, say that's what they want, both men have been late 30s, never married, no kids. So I guess the obvious is that I need to date single dads. But why do men do this? Why even get in a serious relationship with a single mom? The last one was almost a year and a, and we were making plans to get married and move in. Should note that I'm a very attractive woman who gets a lot of attention. So it's not hard Come to find on, men that are this. interested, but apparently hard to find ones looking for a lifelong commitment as a stepdad. Thank you for any insight. So we have a divorced mom. Mm-hmm who's looking to find a guy and mm-hmm. finding that guys are willing to go along and say they want mm-hmm. to be a part of her family mm-hmm. and then bailing at the last second. What do you think? At least they told her. At least they told her. At least you didn't get married. Yeah. At least they didn't like treating your kids weird. Right. This is actually a blessing. Yeah, I'm with you. These men left. Yeah. And as long as she probably feels like that she, you know, her... You know, we, we are always oppressed about like time being wasted, but it's just like she feels like she was lied to. Mm-hmm. I and don't think she was lied to. I don't think she was lied to either. I think in those moments they thought they could do it. Yes. And there might have been one day where they were just like out somewhere yep. with her kids and it's just like, I can't do this. And they're married. They're men who have never been married and, and don't, don't have, have kids. kids. So they've never even experienced it before. And she's saying she's a beautiful woman, which I totally trust and believe. Right. So they're going hottie yeah i could do this i could do this oh my god she's so hot she's so cool kids why not and then a month into the kids they go he's not even talking about moving in yeah these are your kids now and changing your life not 50 percent, 100 percent. yes so when she says maybe i should go for single dads yeah there's an element of that is true those Mm -hmm. are people that understand what you're going through understand the world they're walking into you're getting people that are like i could do it yeah i could i could be a dad and then having to walk into being a dad at eight years old into an eight-year-old instead of progressing through the struggles i didn't didn't learn with this kid yeah it's now where i'm on season five right i'm gonna see i just (laughs) caught in this show it's like in season five now you have to remember math you did 20 years ago it's like oh they changed division again yeah um, their whole lifestyle their is whole different. Their whole lifestyle is so different. So you have to, you know, I think, I don't want to like put it on her, but a little bit of it is like, you have to realize you're a beautiful woman. They're coming after you because they're just like, they're fucking trying animal fuck. dudes trying to fuck. And they get there and they go, they're like, I'll say whatever it is. Of course I believe I could be a dad. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a man. I My dad did it. I had a dad. You know, they, yeah. they, 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 and they, they simplify it to a point. And then they get in and they go... Oh, this is like I got. I can't drink on a Wednesday, you know. I can't go out until as late as I want. These, I have to keep her humans alive, right? Because there is an aspect of these are not my kids. Mm. So now you, because the thing is, you're not just marrying her, marrying the whole like, situation, right? Like when my cousin got engaged, mm. the guy also proposed, basically proposed to her daughter, mm-hmm. and was just like, "I want to be your dad." You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like there's an aspect like you didn't just marry me. No. I have these. These are my children. I have custody of these children. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's full time or split, you're and I, there. And I don't know how she's presenting the stakes. We have to, I think if she's minimizing it or being, you know, 
again, I'm not a single dad, I'm not a single mom, and I don't know what it's like to introduce kids to a new person. Mm. I would imagine that's a very high stakes operation. You yeah. know, you have to, and you have, and the kids have to deal with that, and who's this new guy, and what's going on. I'm sure she's taking it very seriously, but you know, I think when you're with someone a year and they've never been around that world, you're gonna find that these guys are gonna go, this is more than I thought it would be. Right, like my mom said that when she would date guy, like, you know, she'd meet a guy, she sometimes would tell some guys that she didn't have any kids. Mm. Only because, just in the truth of the matter, some men go after women with children. Really? Because they will always have a home interesting there's always a there's always a home life it's and steady. there's always and, there are, and there's always food mm. <laughs> i you never thought of that these way. kids yeah that's my mom they'll wants. be on fruit roll-ups all yeah, the time like, yeah. listen i don't care how many lunchables i gotta eat but i ate today you yeah, see what I'm yeah saying? i get it yeah. so my mom was like there are guys that go after women with children mm. and then there's the you know the other like awful reasons mm -hmm. that men can some men go after women with children Mm. you can be preying upon the children sure 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 because yeah. my mom was saying to me one day she's like when she you know when she was growing up you had to worry about you know your boyfriend messing with your daughter mm. and then now there's more like more stuff is coming to light now you got to worry about them also messing with your son hey. so that was the thing that my mom was always worried about mm -hmm. of course i mean literally how many things can you worry about and it's like to add that in is to add this in so it's yeah. like i don't know this it's like okay i dated this man for a year two years i don't know what his long so it's like it's you're adding a person into your house it's so it's you're adding someone into your life you're adding someone mm -hmm. into your kid's life then their family because it's like i know kids who were step who are stepchildren the step parents family didn't want to be involved because those weren't biological children and right. it's so much so it's all of that shit, but mm. it's like it comes. It's like the same thing for me where I'm like, because I was talking to my, because um, like me and my manager are like friends, mm -hmm. and I was talking to him one day, and he was like, he said you should date someone who is like entertainment adjacent. Okay. So like an agent, a man, mm -hmm. someone who understands Understand, it. understands the world, not in the world. Right. Because mm. like for me, it wasn't. I mean, I wouldn't give a shit, but. It's because when it comes to dating, it's men get, because I was talking to another comic about it, and he was just like, well, why don't you just get married? Said, First of all, I'm going to punch you in the fucking throat. <laughs> if it was that easy, I would have done it. I will murder you. Yeah. Second, I said, you have to understand, me being on TV is intimidating to men. Yeah, okay. Me being a stand-up comic is very intimidating to mm -hmm. Like, think about how many female comics that you know that are in relationships. It's, it's not a lot. Because it's hard because it's hard. you have to deal with men always being told that they're the funny ones. So then mm -hmm. they have to get over mm -hmm. that. Then it's either them not wanting to talk about them on stage or them wanting to talk about them yeah. on stage. Both equally bad. Both equally <laughs> annoying. <laughs> yeah. um, I had a guy that I was talking to on top of the end. I met him on like a dating app. And we were like FaceTiming. I was like cooking. And this idiot looked me in my face and was like, first of all, he wouldn't stop asking me about Trevor which mm. was gross um and then he was like well i'm bad i'm funny than like funnier than most of your friends and i was like my friends have specials yeah yeah, Do yeah. you have a special <laughs> are your friends touring internationally it's, especially men like a lot of our egos built off of like 
funny oh. and like you know women say what do you want funny guy so it's like you know a lot of men like their whole attitude is like get me in the room with them i'll i'll show them what i got right you like know? every guy thinks he can do this again but it's like remember that it was like it was like serena williams and i think the other oh, it was billy jean king had to do the same thing where it was just like just regular ass men mm. just thought they could beat her at tennis <laughs> And I think this like, crazy. People, like Serena, I can't remember if it was Serena or Venus, but I believe it was Serena. She was like, okay. Mm. And she did the same thing. And these dudes were just getting whooped. <laughs> and like, like, she's so good. And she's like, I've won Wimbledon a thousand times. Even the idea of like, we should play is insulting. When yes. you've won, yeah. When you've won Wimbledon. Just joking around. So it's just yeah. like, it's, you know, cause I've talked to like that, guy I dealt with for years we talked who I recently had to block mm. um just because it was time like it was just like you're around you've been married for years what do you want right yeah. and so I remember him being on the phone and he was like we were just talking or whatever and we've known each other like before I started doing stand-up mm-hmm. or like maybe like right when I started no it was before that and he was just like we he said something and I started laughing and he was like oh man I made a comedian laugh and da 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 and I was like you're being gross. We don't have to do this. We don't have to do this. No. I've known you for years, dude. Yeah. I've known you since oh, the first Obama administration. <laughs> like, why are you doing... But, like, that's another thing. So, it's like, sometimes, like, just who you are and what you're doing are just too much for certain people. Yeah, and, and it's also... Uh, and you're going to find that person. Right. It's just... Wasting your time on like, well, why do should I position this different? I think it's more, it's, you know, with, with a single mom dating, it's like, okay, maybe it's holding off on showing your family life because you have to let them know how fucking different this is. Maybe it is meeting single dads. Maybe it is finding different types and going and knowing that the single dad is going to be a better option than, you know, the. But like, you know, how much harder is that? But if it's a single dad, they're trying to blend a family together. A, that's another problem. And it, then you don't know how the kids are going to match. Well, then I guess, yeah, that's the that's the, the fairest point is like, concentrate on the person. Concentrate on the person. But also it's like people are like, well, I just wanted to wait. Because like, I didn't used to always tell guys <coughs> that I was a comic. Mm. But then I realized I was literally wasting my time. Yes. Because we'd be talking and chatting, and then I'd talk, you know, it's like, well, what do you do? Well, I work in TV, or I work in entertainment, and da 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 And then it, it breaks down to what I really do, and then they start acting fucking weird. And you're like, I'd rather have this weird happen early. I'd rather tell you <laughs> straight off the gate than have to deal with this. But for her, it's, there are men who have never been married and don't have kids that mm. would not, that would be perfectly fine becoming stepfathers yes it's those two men yeah did not want that for themselves yeah which ended up being a blessing for you and your children and they got and you got out earlier than you even you didn't pay for a wedding you don't have to pay for a divorce lawyer you don't have to do any of those things so now it's it doesn't have to be well maybe i should just go for single dads Mm -hmm. it's keep I mean, you've got two motherfuckers to tell you that they love you. One of them trying to marry you. There'll so you may not. There'll be another one. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. I'm here with Dulce Sloan. Let's do one more. Okay. Ready? When is the right time to follow someone on social media? Oh. 
Jared, thanks for the work on the pod. Loving it lately. Wanted to write in and ask for your perspective on guys that ask for any form of social media or personal details before a first date is planned or another follow-up date. See attached for two different guys. Guy one, uh, who I never met, asking for my last name. Then he asked me for my Insta. So let's go to guy one. We have it. Is that this? Yeah. Okay, I'll be him, you be her. Ready? Starting right here? Yeah, I'm him. Hey, it's blank. Hey, what's up? Just got to my place before all the rain. You? Also, what's your last name? Sorry, was working late last night on a deliverable for today. How about I tell you over a drink? Fair enough. When are you free? I know it's kind of last minute, but I can do tonight or maybe next week. Tonight I'm going to Shabbat dinner at Chabad. <laughs> if you want to join. That's super nice. I'd love to go another time after we know each other a little better. Fair enough. Uh, hey, any plans for the weekend? Hi, seeing my cousin later. Wait, is this the second one? It's the same. It's the same um, thread. Keep going. Okay. Uh, hi, seeing my cousin later and going to the Yankees game tomorrow night. How about you? Oh, very fun. I really want to go to a Yankees game this summer. I'm going to Shabbat and Central Park event tonight. This guy does a lot of Shabbat. The man is obviously Jewish. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> or just a fan. <laughs> just a fan. Just out here. Just really want to know what the chosen people are up to. Very nice. Hey, what's your Insta? I don't give out my Insta to strangers, LOL. So that's done. Okay, so then they wrote, the guy, too, we went on one good date, asked me for my instant, persisting that I allow the follow request. So this one, let's go to this one. Just a random bar on the Upper West Side, what about you? Oh, that's fun. Haven't gotten up there too much. Hosting some people here, and then we're going to a Yankees game. Apparently, everybody's going to a Yankees game. Ah, that's awesome. Good seats, LOL? Ha ha ha. Absolutely not. Lame. We actually don't really care about the baseball, to be fair. Y'all going out after? Not sure. Maybe we can meet up. Probably not, since I'll be busy with them. I don't know. Ha ha ha. Oh, Accept <laughs> my Insta request, LOL. I actually deleted the app. No, you didn't. Ha ha. Why? Because it's draining. Not a good use of time. Fair, fair, fair. I just wanted to look at pics of you. Ha ha ha. <laughs> okay, there's pics so, of me on my dating profile. Yeah, so she writes, about? what is your take on these two scenarios? Coming from a lady, is a, it, it is low-key, creepy, and low effort in lieu of a real date plan. What do you think? I think they're trying to see if the photos that you have on your dating app are actually you. Mm. Because we've all been catfished. And so it's... They're just trying to see if you are who you say you are. Yeah, and I think also Instagram keeps you lightly in touch. Mm-hmm. They can respond to a story. It is no effort, but showing effort. Well, it it's looks almost like, like you get to know each other on a different level. But both of these dudes were trying to hang out with her. They were trying to hang out with her, but like lightly. Like it felt like they were like sh- presenting as trying to hang out with her, but then they're also like, "I want to see these fucking pictures. I want to see." I what hear you that, look but like. they're also like, "Hey, you want to do this? Oh, I can't. You want?" And so each person mm. was reaching out, and then kind of both saying no. Yeah, and then they're trying to see like the one thing. So this is what 
that's what catfishing looks like. Mm-hmm. It's you trying to hang out with somebody. Okay. And them always having an excuse as to why they can't hang out. Well, that's so, interesting because I guess there's like, there's three sides to every story. There's mm-hmm. there's uh, one side, the other side, then the truth is somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. So the truth might be in the middle. I mean, if we looked at the middle ground of this, I agree with this woman. It's a little weird to be like, hey, let me see some pics. Let me see some pics. Let me see some pics. The I way d- that they explained it is wrong. It's just like, hey, I want to see your Instagram. Totally. But if you're on an Insta, if you, if you, let's be honest with ourselves. If your dating app is you with friends and you with sunglasses and there's not a lot of pictures, but you've had a match and you've talked a little bit, some people are like, get me off the couch. Let me know what I'm getting into. Right. And so I, uh, the number of men that I keep telling mm. if you look good in a group photo mm-hmm. crop it crop it because the guy you are matched with mm-hmm. is never the hottest guy in the picture <laughs> never 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 so some like they'll post like multiple group pictures mm-hmm. and then i have to follow the fucking trail mm-hmm. it's like okay that's the guy that so these two guys are both in these so now I have to figure out whose fucking profile this is. I well that's the thing. This woman needs to make her profile so good as far as showing who she is. That's not that's not what it is. It's they just wanna see pictures. It's they like all this they just wanna look at that's it. That's all they want out of it. That's all it's like they not even a date. I mean, they obviously want to hang out with they her. Seem like it. But it's cause she said, Hey, can I have your last name? And it's just like, Oh, I'll tell you over a drink. Yeah. And then he should have planned a date. And then here's the drink. And then here's the drink. And now and they're then, talking Yankee game. But, right. You know. And then while we're on the date, I can mm. give you my Instagram. Mm-hmm. But the guy that's just like, oh, I just want to look at Like, I don't think men know how sometimes they, how creepy they can come off. N- no, because our, on our end, there's no chance of murder. No. You know, like we don't go on a date going, well, maybe this person's going to attack me. We don't have that in our have thought you ever process. Been, have you ever seen Grinder? The app? I've never seen it. So on Grinder, there is a, like I was sitting at a, um, a show that was at a barbecue place in Atlanta with one of my friends. And he was on Grinder, And this guy that he had matched with said he was 17 feet away from him. Scary. Scary. And of, of course we're looking around, but yeah. then we realized that we were like, there we were in this restaurant, but it's one of those mixed use places, so there was like apartments above it. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, we couldn't see him. I was like, he's probably he's above. right above us. <laughs> he's, he's in the attic. Right, yeah, like, yeah, he's upstairs. But it's like because somebody he was in the house the whole time. Yeah, right. So I was like, well, I was at the cellar, and like one of the guys was on Grinder, and he was talking about it, and this other like straight male comic was like, well, why doesn't like Tinder do that? And then me and this man who was on Tinder went, because women would die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be we, scary as fuck. It'd be a full on. Men don't have, that's not it's, that's not the thought process. Like this guy going, what's your last name? Like he doesn't understand how creepy he sounds. Right, it's just like, and so but one of my other guy friends was like, the difference between someone being flirty and being creepy is how interested you are in them. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people are creepy like, oh, he's so creepy. But it's like, you really don't want to talk to him. Mm. Yeah, but there could be a different guy could say if you're interested, he's like, "Hey, what's your last name? I want to look at your Instagram." You're like, yeah. "Sure, okay. What's your Instagram?" <laughs> so it's like you're not 100 percent on board with this man. Sure. So now it's creepy. Yeah, so I, I've I, been in situations where I'm just like, "This dude's creepy," but it's just like, or what really fucks you up mm. is when you're all nice and flirty or whatever, and then they get creepy. 
Later in the game. Later in the game. Yeah, yeah. So it's like we've gone out like maybe like once or they get, the, the weirdest is when they get creepy on the date. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh. Just like, it's like they took a mask off. Yeah. Like, Hi, I'm a fucking weirdo. Yeah. It's like, I'm glad we met when the sun was out. So <laughs> it's, I can't say. I think, but for this woman, I think she needs to first, like, again, I'm not going to blame the victim here. Like, Let's look at our pro dating profile. You have two guys wanting more pictures, and guys always want more pictures. They always want more. You're because right. I was like, I didn't realize there was someone like catfishing on those apps. Yeah. So it's like, I get it. I want your last. I want to be able to see that you are who you say you are. Sure. I get it, but there's a way to ask. And I think what she needs to do is be more honest than, I don't have an account. Hey, I'm not comfortable exchanging social media until I've gotten to know somebody. Right. And that's so all that's you have what to she say. said. Was, because when you say uncomfortable, then you're going, hey, creepy, creepy. And then that guy can either go, oh, okay, cool. Back off, make a date. Right. Or I've said to guys, hey, I'm not comfortable. Like, because I've only talked to guys. Like, the other inverse of that is you're messaging somebody on a dating app and they're just like, oh, we should exchange numbers. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't give my numbers to people mm-hmm. unless I don't talk to them on the app a little longer. Mm-hmm. And I've literally had people unmatch with me immediately. Yeah, and when it's I'm like just good, going, good riddance. Good, good. Get out of my phone. That's it. Get out of my phone. So I think this, if she's not comfortable or it's like, hey, I don't give my last name to strangers, that's the end of the conversation. I Yeah, I'm just not comfortable exchanging social media yet, but I'd love to get a drink. Let me know where and when. I'd like to get to know Boom. you better before yeah. you can look at pictures that I posted in 2012. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at Dulce, thank you so much. You're fantastic. It's me. Everyone go follow Dulce at Dulce Sloan. Go, go, go. So funny. So hilarious. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday. Keep sending your emails. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week. Boom.